Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Oh, yes. Yes, it is yet another very, very, very busy news day today. And we, of course, will be covering primarily, or at least to start with, the Trump indictment. We'll be joined in the 10 o'clock hour by Daniel Miller, the Texas nationalist movement. Talk about possibility of secession. We'll take your calls throughout the second hour and up through the third hour. Let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 9th of June, 2023. Donald Trump has been indicted on seven counts in classified documents probe, or as he calls it, the box hoax. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted on seven counts in the special counsel's classified documents probe, a stunning development that marks the first time a former president has faced federal charges. Trump is facing a charge under the Espionage Act, his attorney Jim Trustee said on CNN Thursday, as well as charges of obstruction of justice, destruction of classified records, conspiracy and false statements. The special counsel has been special counsel has been investigating Trump's handling of classified documents that were brought to his Mar-a-Lago, Florida resort after he left the White House in 2021, as well as possible obstruction of the investigation and government efforts to retrieve the material. The former president wrote on Truth Social, he's been informed by the Justice Department he will be indicted and summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on Tuesday at 3 p.m. We, of course, will be Covering this very extensively, and we'll be showing you the response, not just from Donald Trump himself, but from a number of different people, including even some good-hearted Democrats who recognize that this is, in fact, an irreversible slip into despotic tyranny. That even hatred of Trump should make you a little bit wary of. Meanwhile, U.S. preparing another $2 billion in arms to Ukraine— Pentagon is set to unveil another $2 billion in military aid for Ukraine, hoping to bolster the country's air defenses as Kiev launches its much-touted counteroffensive against Russian forces, Bloomberg News has reported. Just another, just, just another $2 billion. $2 billion. Just, just wild. Just, just completely insane. And of course, this is all – like these are all tied up together, and we'll get into some other major news about – presidential corruption here that links all of this but suffice it to say you can't let law and order get in the way of world war three meanwhile taliban successfully eradicates poppy cultivation the taliban government of afghanistan has carried out truly unprecedented reductions in poppy cultivation in 2023 according to a new analysis published by alsis a uk-based graph uh, geographic information services firm specializing in geospatial data collection statistical analysis and visualization hmm uh, how curious isn't it uh, a s- synthetic opioid in fentanyl is invented and suddenly the cia and uh, corporate government of the united states is not interested in uh, poppy cultivation anymore leaves afghanistan and i guess the Righteous warriors of Allah have outlawed it. Pretty incredible. Of course, the fires in Canada still rage out of control. There are now 250 out-of-control fires in Canada. Some saying it's all planned. 
and have to agree with that. We'll get into some of the new conspiracy theories about this, including that Canada may have been the final destination for that 60,000-pound shipment of ammonium nitrate that went mysteriously missing recently. Hmm. It's all coming together. We'll discuss that later. (laughs) Finally, we have this. Republicans will absolutely be impeaching Biden thanks to bombshell FBI evidence. And this is the House Oversight Committee having seen the FBI document that shows no uncertain terms that Joe Biden used his office as vice president to help corrupt the country of Ukraine and enrich himself and his family, leading in no small part to the outbreak of war in that country because people are evil and we have to stop them. We'll be back, folks, on the other side show you Donald Trump's response to the indictment. It's Friday, June 9th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Happening again. They're acting like Donald Trump sort of master criminal our our beautiful and unbiased you know it's all it's almost like they're treating the Justice department as like honorable and like heroic for indicting the current president's primary political opponent right it's like like they're taking on the burden of having to do this highly unconscionable thing they are heroically overcoming their own deep-seated reticence in doing something so flagrantly partisan but they're willing to take those slings and arrows they're willing to be called the ss they're willing to be called the law enforcement agency of the democrats because it doesn't matter what you say they're going to stick to the truth okay and if that means indicting donald trump they're just going to take that burden on it's crazy out there. It's absolutely crazy. All of it is absolutely insane. Wall Street Journal has the story. Trump indicted in classified documents case. Don Trump was indicted Thursday by federal grand jury in the investigation into his handling of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida, marking the first time in history that the federal government has brought charges against a former president. Yes, first time in history. Not, not over the Iraq war. Not over the Afghanistan withdrawal. Not over the Clinton murder spree that's still ongoing. Nothing having to do with cooperations with Jeffrey Epstein. No indictments for Anthony Fauci or any of the other control freaks that massively increased the damage that COVID would have done had we all just completely ignored it. No, but apparently, uh, apparently some assistant of Donald Trump had documents they weren't supposed to have. We'll get into the actual indictment you know, particulars here in just a second. He was charged with seven counts, person familiar with the matter said, including violations of the Espionage Act, which bars the misuse of classified information as well as obstruction and false statements. A lawyer for Trump, James Trustee, confirmed those counts on CNN. In a post on Truth, Truth Social, Trump said his lawyers had been informed of his indictment in connection to what he called the boxes hoax. 
Trump declared his innocence and said he'd been summoned to appear Tuesday at the federal courthouse in Miami. I don't think there's anything I can say about this that most people haven't already. I mean, there's only a few options here. All in all, I mean, it's just a you know blatantly, blatantly political action by the Department of Justice. It is completely egregious. Represents a continuation of the trend, but also a major leap in that trend. Kind of like if you see a graph that suddenly like jumps up super high out of nowhere. You know, it was, it was on an upward trajectory already. The idea of tyranny and the weaponization of the DOJ and picking and choosing what crimes to actually prosecute based on the political persuasion of the people involved. We were already on that track, already on that trend. Then you have this like massive jump straight up uh, with this indictment. There's, there's a certain, certain poetry here. It all rhymes. It's amazing. This is Donald Trump's response to the indictment. He posted this on Truth Social. We'll just let the whole thing play. Here is a former president and number one enemy of the current sitting tyrannical regime, Donald Trump. ...against Biden and against the Republicans. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, And that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax, just like 
Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. So there's a statement by former President Trump. We can't say he's wrong about any of that. And, you know, honestly, this puts the other campaigners in the Republican uh, primary who are tr trying to go up against Trump in a bit of a, a bit of a position. I don't see how you don't support this guy at this point. I don't see how you do anything other than throw your weight of support behind the person clearly at the heart of the of, of fighting back against this corruption and the one guy who's all of these globalist guns are aimed at. I mean, it just couldn't be more. It just could not be more obvious how nonsensical and fabricated all of these charges are. This article in the Wall Street Journal goes on to talk about uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into his role in hush money. A local prosecutor in Georgia said she plans to present criminal charges in August that Trump called his allies on the phone and that you know got to stop him from running because of that i mean it's just endless uh, legal harassment i guess we'll take your calls and suggestions of what trump should do we'll hear from some other uh, major figures in public on the other side iodine is naturally acquired through the soil which is at the foundation of our entire food supply Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated triiodine form. For a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism, get yours now 
at InfoWarsStore.com. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved, even better. 10 hours of energy, Turbo Force Plus, now in a canister, stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com, back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof, sold out for over two years. Just going to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. A bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Continue to talk about this Trump indictment. Which one, you may ask? Well, the newest one. The latest, I guess you could say. They've been pursuing this case for months in Miami uh, grand jury. They discussed whether to bring a case in Florida or Washington. Prosecutors brought charges in Miami because the focus of their probe was on Trump's actions at Mar-a-Lago located in that jurisdiction. That might have some interesting implications that we'll get into. But it's just one of a, a myriad of completely baseless investigations into Donald Trump. It's like it'd be one thing if this was be one thing if this was like the first thing that happened or if there had been a history of Trump like getting caught but then getting let off, you know, getting getting away with it basically. So far every you know major public investigation attempt to bring charges against Trump has just utterly and completely failed, whether it was the Russiagate hoax that basically crippled his entire presidency. Still is spread by people. Like people still call Trump a uh, Russian agent. Utterly baseless. But right, they, it wasn't like this wasn't a Hillary Clinton style. Like, well, he did do all of these bad things. He did break the law a whole bunch of ways. But you know, it's Donald Trump, so we're not going to charge him. Like he doesn't get that that privilege that other politicians, including Joe Biden, get. So it's not like this happens and it's like uh, they're actually going to do something this time wow he keeps getting caught but getting away with it now he's actually going to know it's just they keep launching fake investigations that are totally baseless that because he's never done anything wrong that they've ever presented ever and yet they keep launching indictments they keep launching investigations we're in this weird dichotomy of the right seeing this is clear obvious Very dangerous evolution of the tyrannical deep state. And basically the spy state running our politics. And it's just clearly a, a tyrannical overreach. It's clearly just weaponizing the Department of Justice, weaponizing law enforcement, turning formerly, at least ostensibly, seemingly unbiased and patriotic 
law enforcement agencies into just the political weaponry that the Democrats need, politicized arm of the federal government. That's what the right wing sees. Uh, the left wing, I guess, sees Trump as a criminal mastermind, a, a gangster that just keeps getting away with it because he's like a mafia don somehow. And I mean, it, it just, again, we have this situation where, like Scott Adams says, you know, where you're watching two different movies on the same screen. Only just like almost every time we discuss something like this, only one of those visions is accurate. They can't both be accurate. This isn't just two different opinions, both of which are equally valid. One of them is true. One of them is false. We know from just a overwhelming amount of evidence that their view of this is false. Everything they claim about Donald Trump turns out to be a lie. Every investigation they launch turns out to be an embarrassing failure for them. So I don't know why they keep believing it. I don't know why they keep believing the things that they do. But they also think men are women. So I, these are the people we're dealing with, I guess, at this point. Trump already faces criminal charges in New York stemming from the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into his role in a hush money payment that was made during the final stretch of the 2016 election to a porn star who he allegedly had, a, uh, had an affair with. Again, to get into the details of that, right, the, the affair wasn't illegal. Lying about it both wasn't illegal and also not clear that he did. The hush money payment also not illegal. Also, Trump didn't make it. But mislabeling it or not labeling it with enough specificity, that's what they're going after him for. So there's that. And, you know, there's a couple different layers of this where you can present it just as if this and all of these indictments exist in a vacuum. And they're still ridiculous and nonsensical and clearly just politicized weaponization of the Department of Justice and the people who have unbridled privileges in this country to enforce the law as they see fit. Just an incredibly dangerous advancement. And that's if you're just looking at just what's happening with Trump. Then you put it in context with the Joe Biden scandal that very coincidentally broke on exactly the same day that these indictments were announced. What a, what a shock. What a coincidence that was. And what was just a ridiculous series of baseless indictments become a glaringly obvious example of one-sided judiciary. Just completely insane. We'll get into what's been revealed about the Biden family a little bit later. We'll compare and contrast. We'll do. But in addition to the Manhattan District Attorney, you have a local prosecutor in Georgia saying she plans to present criminal charges in August related to efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election there. In other words, he – right, when the, when the water pipe broke and they shut – I mean it's just all so ridiculous. It's all so incredibly ridiculous. They just stole the election in front of everybody. Donald Trump just like calls George and is like, uh, what's going on down there? It looks like you guys are cheating right out in the open. Everybody's seeing it. Everybody's noticing what you're doing. You're cheating. 
and they're just like, oh, now we have to indict Trump for daring to point out how badly we cheated. I mean, it's just incredible. The federal indictment is the first to emanate from a probe by Jack Smith, the former war crimes and public public corruption prosecutor that nobody ever heard of before now. Jack Smith. Are we sure there's even a guy named Jack Smith? Are we sure that this isn't just some figurehead that they've fabricated? As special counsel, Smith has broad discretion to run the investigation and file charges, but he ultimately reports to Merrick Garland. Remember the man who was supposed to be appointed as a Supreme Court justice until President Trump won the election. So just every person in this has an axe grind with Trump. Every single person in this has like a visceral personal hatred of Trump. Erica, my God. My mom always told me, if you don't have anything, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Sometimes I just have to not talk about what certain faces make me want to do. As special counsel, uh, Smith has broad discretion. Smith's team is pursuing a separate investigation into Trump by his allies to overturn the 2020 election loss and how those efforts are related to the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. So, (laughs) you know, whatever, I guess. He's just investigating whatever. He pretty much literally just has a go after Trump, get him on something mandate, and he's doing that. I mean, what does January 6th and the 2020 election have to do with classified documents absolutely nothing but the same person is investigating both it's all part of the same investigation it really is like they are just letting us know like this is how it goes from now on we'll just assign some federal bureaucrat with unlimited power unlimited access falsified you know fisa court access to your private communications and he'll get you he'll get you on something no matter what it is he's not even assigned to go after one thing Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, This is American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. We're going to show you some other reactions about the Trump indictment, as well as a statement from Trump's attorney. We'll continue to discuss the Trump indictment, and we'll also bring up this hour the the real scandal, which is Joe Biden being caught just openly taking bribes to manipulate 
politics in Ukraine that they later impeached Trump just for trying to investigate. And now a massively devastating war has broken out there with some estimates estimating up to uh, half a million people already died as a consequence. So, hey, half a million deaths, destroyed country, World War III, massive reorganization of the geopolitical landscape with China taking power and combining might with Russia to reorganize the Middle East. Uh, You know, kind of a lot of fallout to that because of the open and blatant and acknowledged and even to some extent admitted corruption of the Biden family uh, versus Donald Trump had some some papers that weren't properly stamped. So, uh, you know, I guess if you if it's a compare and contrast thing, one might be more important than the other. But maybe not actually. We'll get into a little bit of what maybe the deeper reasoning behind all of this here in just a second. But again, I'm just sort of baffled how any of this is even legal. <laughs> it's like, in addition to the documents inquiry, Jack Smith's team is pursuing a separate investigation into efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 election loss. How those efforts related to the January 6, 2020 attack on the U.S. Capitol. The attack. You know, the, the protests that got a little bit out of hand in which the only people to die were several protesters murdered, either beaten to death or shot at point-blank range without warning by the Capitol Police. It's just, it's just wild. The attack on the Capitol. What that has to do with the documents, just absolutely nothing. So, I mean, unless I'm missing something here, Democrats literally just hired some dude named Jack Smith that nobody had ever heard about before now to just go after Trump. Like, whatever. Election interference, uh, document probe, the riot that he was close to. I mean, whatever. Just, just get him. Just go get him. Okay. Wasn't Jack, he was like, wasn't even living in America. He was in some other country. Who is this Jack Smith? Maybe we should look into who this Jack Smith guy is. Sounds like a fake person, to be honest with you. Just incredible. Again, we'll get into what other people are saying about this. But in recent months, Smith's team has homed in on several key pieces of evidence, including an audio recording in which Trump acknowledged that he kept a classified Pentagon document about a potential attack on Iran and extensive notes from one of his lawyers about the investigation people people familiar with the matter have said. Maybe that's – you read these articles and once in a while you find one little sentence that actually gives a much greater and deeper insight into what this is really all about. In other words, was Trump keeping documents that would have been some sort of bulwark against deep state interference? In other words, did he have maybe evidence of some sort of false flag attack on Iran in order to spark a war with them on behalf of Israel? Is this part of an international wartime intrigue that Donald Trump was trying to resist and had you know, evidence of in his documents? That's one of the guesses as to what this could be about. You know, the people are saying other things that he could potentially have kept documents about, like maybe the JFK assassination, right? If he had like undeniable proof, internal documents that it was the CIA. And when he leaves the presidency, he just like, yeah, I'm going to keep these with my papers just in case, just in case I need it a little bit down the road. Could very well be something like that. And they admit it here in the Wall Street uh, Journal. Potential attack on Iran. That seems to be the 
thing that they're focusing on. The case comes as a separate special counsel is examining how and why classified documents dating to President Biden's time as vice president were found at his home and office. They just throw in the final segment of the or the final sentence of this. Uh, and also there's a there's big, similar investigation going on uh, with Joe Biden. Yeah, he had a lot more documents over a lot longer time and also has been caught blatantly uh, taking bribes in order to use his power as vice president to uh, sway the politics of a foreign nation in complete flagrant blatant di- violation of any number of laws. But we're going after Trump. But right now we're going after Trump, though. It's just incredible. This is Trump's attorney talking about the indictment. Clip number six. Here's everything so far that we really know about this indictment. Let's watch. Now, we haven't been provided with the indictment yet. What we have right now is essentially a summons, which is a replacement for a warrant, right? Normally, indictments are accompanied by a warrant where there's an arrest. Here, we've received a summons from the Department of Justice asking us to be uh, at the courthouse Tuesday at 3 o'clock. And does it say how many charges there are against your client? It, again, it doesn't perfectly mirror an indictment, but it does have some language in it that suggests what the seven charges would be. Not 100 percent clear that all of those are separate charges, but they basically break out from an Espionage Act charge, which is ludicrous under the facts of this case, and I, I can certainly explain it, and several obstruction-based type charges, and then false statement charges, which are actually, again, kind of a, a crazy stretch just from the facts as we know it. So there's a lot to pick at eventually from the defense side, but that appears to be the charges, and it appears to be something that will uh, get off the ground on Tuesday. So that's basically everything uh, we know as of yet, the Espionage Act. They're still saying Trump is like a agent of a foreign power they're just they're running with the same long long disproven lie we'll go now to clip number three here this is uh, chris cuomo and matt taibbi neither of whom any love lost for donald trump this might be a, a little glimmer of hope here that even leftists who despise trump their fiber every fiber of their being still capable of recognizing the much 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 greater danger of having the United States government and especially the law enforcement of this government completely untethered from law and order, from being unbiased, from dispensing blind justice and instead being weaponized to go after the political opponents of the party currently in power. Maybe maybe this indictment can finally break through to some people in a way that they're seemingly impervious to when it comes to Russiagate or any of the other myriad examples of this exact thing, same thing happening for the last decade or more. Let's go now to clip number three. Uh, so these concerns, you know, everybody loves conspiracies these days. I'm not so sure that these investigations uh, aren't done in a way that winds up intentionally or unintentionally helping uh, the former president, to be honest, because every time there's a swing, it seems to expose the fact that they go after him with what seems to be at or below a level of anything that would be impressive to people reviewing the documents. What's your take on this? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm, not, I'm obviously not a fan of Donald Trump. I wrote a book about the, the guy called Insane Clown President. Um, but, you know, my feeling is if you're going to take the very extreme step of uh, indicting somebody who's the likely nominee of the opposition party, 
the, the, the charge has to meet two tests. It has to be extremely serious and it has to be an airtight case. And I think both of these cases fail uh, on both of those points. Yeah, um, you know, a buddy of mine who's a, a very smart guy uh, and a lawyer, but, you know, just a kind of consumer of uh, all things relevant like yourself. He was like, hey, I don't care that it's during the election. The fact that you're running shouldn't shield you. Maybe he's running because he knows it's his best defense on these things. Maybe. But I think that to the majority, the optics are terrible. If you're swinging at somebody during an election and you don't have what we deem the goods. Now, what does that look like in this case? Do you think it comes down to, well, what are the documents he was keeping? Well, again, I mean, I think if you are a person who grew up in a third world country, you would recognize this kind of thing as something that happens um, in in a not entirely free society. So that's the optics of this are terrible. I mean, there's no way around it. The optics are terrible. Yeah, the optics are terrible because it's a terrible thing that's happening. We'll, we'll continue this on the other side. We'll take a look at what some other people are saying. It's time to break out of the... Break out of the, the, the mainstream media cage and admit that this is tyranny and we have to oppose it. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888 888- Two five three three one three nine. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks. Even hate Trump can't help but recognize that it just confirms everything that he's been saying the entire time about the corruption in the federal government, about how they're willing to 
take a flame to the Constitution in order to stop him and by extension the American people from reclaiming their government for themselves. We'll, we'll take a look at what some of Trump's Republican opponents have to say about this indictment. Some responses better than others. I thought this response was very good. This is not one of Trump's opponents, but rather a representative, a congressional representative from Texas. Representative Wesley Hunt said this to his press office on Twitter. Statement from Congressman Hunt on the Biden DOJ indictment of President Trump. He says, on the very same day that the FBI agreed to allow the members of the Oversight Committee to review documents tying Joe Biden to a $5 million bribery scheme with a foreign national, President Trump is informed that he will be indicted by Biden's DOJ. Coincidence? You don't still believe those exist under this administration, do you? I know we live in a news, uh, live in a news cycle today that can be difficult to keep up with. So allow me to remind those who have forgotten that it was Joe Biden who was illegally in possession of numerous boxes of classified material he obtained both as United States senator and vice president. Neither one of those offices afforded him the authority to declassify the material. In the face of the glaring irony, I wonder, is it ignorance that drives Biden's DOJ to charge Trump over classified material or is it hubris? Biden, Garland, and this entire administration have become drunk with power, and they will pursue every avenue available to them to destroy Donald Trump, even if it means taking an open flame to the Constitution. Last night, one of the candidates running for the GOP nomination demanded that the GOP not pledge support to a nominee if they're found guilty of this specific charge, and that if President Trump is subject of an ongoing investigation, he should just step aside. Absurd. This guy says, I have another idea. If the candidates running for the GOP nomination do not swiftly denounce the weaponization of federal government to destroy Joe Biden's top political opponent, they should step aside. Donald J. Trump represents an existential threat to the status quo, a system that has failed America, and to the most unpopular, unqualified, and unfit president to ever hold this office in a century. That's why this election interference persists. We the people will not be deterred, we the people will not be fooled, and we the people will continue to stand firm in support of a man who sacrificed everything to restore our nation to the glory she deserves. Tuesday will be yet another soiled chapter in the great American decline, but it's always darkest before the dawn, and the dawn is coming. That's what they're most afraid of. America, President Trump will be the Republican nominee. I think that's accurate. And then we move to people contesting this position as Republican nominee. No Surrender 200 on Twitter compiled both these. This is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis. He says, compare these statements for impact and sincerity between Vivek and DeSantis. Vivek says this, quote, we can't have two tiers of justice, one for Trump and another for Biden, one for Assange, another for Manning, one for BLM and Antifa, another for peaceful protesters on January 6th. I'd never thought we'd see the day when the U.S. president deputizes the DOJ to arrest his lead rival in the middle of an election. Obama shamefully tried to deputize the FBI to infiltrate Trump's 2016 campaign, but they're leaving nothing to chance this time around. The federal police state is outright arresting Trump. This is an effort to every this is an affront to every citizen. We cannot devolve into a banana republic where the party in power uses police force to arrest its political opponents. It's hypocritical for the DOJ to selectively prosecute Trump but not Biden. There are also serious legal questions about the president's power to declassify documents and the potential illegality of overclassification of federal documents in the first place. That's for the courts to decide, but we the people decide who governs this nation. It would be much easier for me to win this election if Trump weren't in the race, but I stand on principles over politics. I commit to pardon Trump promptly uh, on January 20th and restore the rule of law and order in our country. 
again, I'd say the only like the only appropriate thing at this point is to be against. Like if you're against the deep state, you got to be on Trump's team. Like to still be competing with Trump, I don't know, to me, like you're on their team. You're on the deep state's team, obviously. And we go to Ron DeSantis. DeSantis says, the weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to a free society. We have for years witnessed an uneven application of the laws depending on political affiliation. Why so zealous in pursuit of Trump yet so passive about Hillary or Hunter? The DeSantis administration will bring accountability to the DOJ, exercise political bias, and end weaponization once and for all. Yeah. Weak, 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 weak. Like the, I, the biggest signal that these people could give that they're actually against the deep state would be to just like drop out. Would <laughs> just be like, you know what? If you're going to go after Trump this hard. We'll show you what the consequence is. He's going to get more support than ever including from his opponents in the Republican Party. But, of course, Deep State is a Bush family plant there to adopt, co-opt, and then disregard Trump's policies once he's in office. I'm not sure how true that I haven't been able to look into this, but it's an interesting concept if it's true. Uh, Awakened Outlaw on Twitter says, if you think leftists hate Clarence Thomas now, just wait until they figure this out. As he is in Florida, it's likely Trump will be arraigned in the 11th Circuit Court. The 11th Circuit oversight is assigned to Clarence Thomas, Associate Justice. Each of the 13 federal uh, circuit courts is assigned to one Supreme Court justice who considers appeals, e.g. emergency requests and other motions. So Clarence Thomas may have some say in what happens with Donald Trump. Which, but why would, why would the Biden administration choose to do this in Miami? If that was the case, clearly Clarence Thomas is not on their side either. Trump responds to this saying it's a uh, total hoax, calls it the box hoax, boxes hoax. Well, we'll watch a few more just responses to this. But uh, we'll move on in the next hour to Marjorie Taylor Greene explaining what she saw on that document. That shows that not only did Joe Biden take a massive bribe from Burisma in order to wield his influence in order to stop a prosecutor from investigating them in Ukraine. This would be the monetary influence behind his son of a bitch. He got fired comment. That, of course, Trump was trying to investigate that they impeached him over because Ukraine has long been a hive of corruption human trafficking, and other nefarious deeds by the traitorous international scumbags that wear America like a skin mask. We'll go to that. We'll also talk a little bit about uh, who this Jack Smith character is. I mean, will it surprise you to know that Jack Smith, I mean, this will surprise you. Will it surprise you to know that Jack Smith hasn't lived in America in five years? Will it surprise you to know that 13 years ago, Jack Smith was a part of a major scandal because there were a ton of investigations into congressional corruption, and then he swooped in and dismantled all the investigations and let all of the corrupt politicians off the hook? Will it surprise you to know that this man has decades of deep state activity where he's 
allowing criminals to go free on behalf of the deep state? Will it surprise you to know that his wife is very good friends with Michelle Obama and is the director of the documentary about Michelle Obama? Does it surprise you to know that the special prosecutor assigned to Donald Trump is in fact a Democrat partisan with a gigantic history of using his position as prosecutor to cover up the crimes of deep state actors? No, it shouldn't surprise you in the slightest. The only surprise here is that they actually think they're going to get away with it and they're actually that blatant. Yeah, he hasn't lived in the United States since 2018. He works in The Hague. He is literally just a globalist power player. It's absolutely incredible. Let's go to clip 10 here. This is Stephen A. Smith, also on the Cuomo show, saying what we all know to be true. They can't beat Trump without cheating, so they're cheating. Let's watch. Biden wasn't that popular of a candidate, at least before the primaries in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. You know, up until that point, he wasn't even in the game as far as a lot of people were concerned. And so because of that, when you look at it from that perspective, Chris, what it comes down to is you're going to have people sitting up there on his side and saying they can't beat him legitimately. And it's going to add it's going to it's going to add momentum to his argument that they're exhausting themselves with doing everything they can to prevent him from being the Republican nominee because they can't beat him. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Well, no that's matter his what case. It's like, that's what they're going to say. Yeah, because it's true, because you know that it's true, because it's obviously true. That's what I don't get. I mean, it reminds me of the covid stuff. It reminds me of so much where it's just like we can't let this truth get out because that makes it look like the people we hate are right. And we have to not let them be right. And it's like, or you can just come over to our side. You can just recognize that we've been right the entire time about everything and join us on the side of light and of patriotism and defeat this evil, or you can be a part of it. But first, nobody rides for free. We can't stay on air. We can't pay for the massive servers. We can't pay for all the software and all the infrastructure and the satellite uplinks without your support. And I want to hire more reporters. I want to send them around the country and the world again. I don't want to just stay on air, which we've stabilized or able to do right now. I want to be able to expand. So I want to thank you all for keeping us on air. I want to thank you for your prayers, your word of mouth. It's an information war. And I want to encourage you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get the very best products. Turbo Force Plus is new and improved even better. 10 hours clean energy. Turbo Force Plus. Now in a canister. Stronger and even more product. InfoWarsStore.com. Back in stock. Ultimate Bone Prof, sold out for over two years. Just going to get the ingredients. We got it reformulated even better. InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out right now the first run of Diet Force. A bunch of natural compounds help you lose weight. Naturally, it's so easy. Diet Force, InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 testosterone boost. InfoWarsStore.com. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal. With your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, yeah, we're going to just continue talking about corruption here, the fake corruption, born from corruption, the the accusations of corruption, the Trump that's actually evidence of corruption of the deep state DOJ, as well as actual corruption from Biden that's been covered up and hidden by that very same DOJ. It's all just very obvious. None of this should be confusing at all. It's exactly just right in front of your eyes. You can see it or not. It's up to you. Uh, we're going to continue to show some reactions to this. Let's go to Mark Levine here going scorched earth after the indictment of Donald Trump. 
President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. This is a disgusting, disgusting uh, mark on American history for the future to come by these bandits in the White House, by the Democrat Party that don't play fair anymore. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule. And they have used the Department of Justice and the FBI to get what they want. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue, Soviet-style prosecutor. The Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute, and it was never intended to be. The Espionage Act of 1917 was passed under Woodrow Wilson, another corrupt president. Woodrow Wilson used it to go after his adversaries, and they imprisoned 2,000 people. So I suppose over there at the Department of Injustice, and this clown prosecutor spent a lot of time at The Hague, they probably figured these laws could be used to try and entrap Trump. All these obstruction issues that they claim, where the former attorney general, Bill Barr, comes up here and bloviates about it, and all the formers coming on talking about obstruction. They have them on obstruction. There'd be no obstruction issue of any kind, not even in anybody's imagination, had they not criminalized this case. This is a document case, a document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces 100 years in federal prison. Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? Joe Biden says he never told them what to do. Joe Biden had to sign off on that's becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. Who does he think he's lying to? The American people? This is a guy that's got documents from the time he was in the U.S. Senate, for God's sakes, in his garage. I don't want to hear from the legal analysts the technicalities about false statements and obstruction. This should never have been a criminal case. Willful retention of documents. Well, what's the unwillful retention of documents mean? They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes that grow out of the criminal investigation against Trump. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No. That's why we have an espionage act, not the trick of a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No. The government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point. But they throw the book at him. They go after his attorneys. They make them testify. They're attorneys under the crime fraud exemption to attorney-client privilege. That means he didn't have due process. His own lawyers were being subjected to interrogations. And they had hundreds of in-person people testifying in front of grand juries. Thousands of collections of documents. For what? For what? And they indict him today? They indict him today in Miami? All of a sudden it's in Miami? All of a sudden we have a Florida grand jury? Because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue issues that could lose him his case. This guy, this prosecutor, he lost 8-0 to zero in the U.S. Supreme Court when they overturned the conviction of the former governor of Virginia because this jerk took a statute and expanded it. 
A jury in North Carolina wouldn't convict John Edwards because this jerk took a campaign. Yeah, he's talking about Jack Smith's history of uh, failure as a uh, special prosecutor for you, shipped off to The Hague. We'll get into that on the other side. Stay with us. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. I'll go ahead and open up phone lines right now. You know, we have other stuff to cover. We'll get into some very intriguing conspiracy theories about the Canadian fires. We, we ran through a couple potential options, potential suspects yesterday. But a very, very interesting new twist to these fires has uh, started to spread. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. We are going to get into, in a similar theme to what we're talking about here, I mean, we'll get into the Joe Biden revelations, not accusations, revelations. Right? This is firsthand evidence of everything the Biden family has power players in the deep, deep state global conspiracy using their power to manipulate geopolitics to their own ends and for their own gain. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. But give us a call about any of these topics or anything else that you'd like to cover. one 789 That's 1-877-789-2539. We'll show the video of Marjorie Taylor Greene discussing what she saw in the skiff the document that the FBI had been hiding, that they had to threaten Chris Ray with uh, obst- uh, not obstruction of justice, but uh, contempt of Congress to get him to reveal, even though they should still charge him. Man, it, it really, like, we, <laughs> the American people, man, good Lord. Just trapped between a pair of snakes i guess trying to come up with two animals that could embody this but they're just both snakes (laughs) but seriously seriously beardson beardley on uh twitter yesterday was like yeah kevin mccarthy says this is the final straw he is going to seriously consider sending a very strongly worded letter just the democrats are just Savages just ruthlessly tearing through the Constitution, just abolishing every semblance of law and order and due process and having an unbiased, fair, blind justice system just without even the slightest resistance from the Republicans. We're like, we might hold you in contempt of Congress unless you, okay, no, never mind, never mind then. But you, careful, careful next time you, like you understand this is, an existential conflict for our country, this tug-of-war game between the unelected deep state bureaucrats and the duly elected representatives of the people, like what our whole country was founded on, the basis of our entire governmental system predicated on the latter being above the former, right? the duly 
elected representatives having the power at the end of the day over the unelected spy state. But that's what will be decided by the outcome of these cases and and more going on right now. Their side is vicious and willing to do anything. Our side, it can't be bothered to do crap. Their side has nothing, no reason to go after Trump, no evidence, no big crime that they're pursuing, but they go after him ruthlessly, savagely, like they're starving animal jumping on a carcass. But the Republicans have everything they need, just reams of evidence as to the criminal wrongdoing of the Biden family. Tens of thousands of photos of Hunter Biden trafficking women starting companies and partnering with spice the spy chief of china in his own words the russiagate investigation with just example after example of them admitting in their own words we are going to have an insurance plan we're going to stop donald trump from becoming president they had that for five years nothing is being done nothing is being done by the people that actually have the evidence of actual criminal wrongdoing that's taken place for years but the people with no evidence and just purely motivated by political animus are just proceeding as confident as you could possibly imagine. Insane, completely insane. So let's get into uh, old Jack Smith here, shall we? Mark Levin in that video that we just played touched on some of it. You honestly could not ask for a more stereotypical almost cartoonish caricature of a deep state cutout it's pretty shocking actually and i guess this is like a pretty common theme with leftists in general that should be another thing that i should compile it, it happens basically all the time in the local level on the national level in the corporate world the entertainment world and in politics that leftists fail up it's this failing up uh, type of process that takes place. I mean, you can look at things like you know, Hollywood, the entertainment industry in general, right? Some guy makes a Star Wars movie. All Star Wars movies are guaranteed billions of dollars. They fail. They somehow fail. They somehow take just a sure thing, like, a, like an underhanded toss to a professional baseball player, and they just whiff it. Just like, just completely miss, completely fail. And then in response, they're given like another billion dollar property to mess with. It's just like, what? Why would you do this? Like, what is the thinking behind this? You want them to fail again? You clearly can't be happy with the results, but you're giving him another even bigger job. Like, what is happening here? And then on the you know local level or state level or anything like that, you can take, for example, a city councilman here in Austin, Jimmy Flanagan, who was beaten by our preferred candidate, Mackenzie Kelly. He'd been a city councilman for years. He is rejected by the voters, kicked out of office, and immediately given like a multi-million dollar job overseeing some government program to dispense more money to other people. It's just like there's no there's no losing with them. I, I get, you know, if you're an immoral scumbag, like why you'd want to be a Democrat, the options are great. It's like you run for office, Soros pours millions of dollars into your campaign. The media covers up for you, portrays your opponent as the worst thing in the world, right? And some sort of Nazi racist, white supremacist bigot, 
celebrate you as some sort of liberator. You're a Harriet Tubman, come again. Uh, and even if you fail, even if with all of these benefits and all of this acclamation, you, you still fail, then your prize for even having run will be like a multi-million dollar contract from your allies in government to oversee some construction of a homeless person hotel or something, right? It's, just, it's insane how often this happens. And Jack Smith is sort of the best, or like a very good example of this because he was an associate U.S. attorney in Tennessee for a long time, but basically had to resign in disgrace, was then sent to The Hague. He's lived in the Netherlands since 2018, where he's just <laughs> it helped prosecute the war crimes in Kosovo. Okay, what? So for the last six years, just been in some obscure courtroom in the international city of The Hague, prosecuting Kosovo war crime. It just, just to be called out, called out of retirement. I mean, this is the best guy we can get, apparently. This is the best guy we can get. And some things that are uh, sort of worth noting is that since 2011, Jack Smith has been married to Katie Chivigny, documentary filmmaker known for becoming an award-winning 2020 documentary of Michelle Obama. Okay? So, just in case you're wondering, the political atmosphere this guy operates in, his wife is like best friends with Michelle Obama. <laughs> you get Michelle Obama's good friend to become the special prosecutor, Donald Trump, and just say, hey, January 6th, election meddling, uh, bribery to porn stars, classified documents, like whatever you think you need to charge him with, you investigate that. No holds barred. Go after him. We'll rig the grand jury. We'll get all the headlines we need to get. Just open corruption. And we'll get into some of uh, Jack Smith's professional history on the other side. Basically, everything he's ever done has been overturned by higher courts. It's pretty amazing. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that Infowars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. 
but I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome back. We'll go to your phone calls here momentarily. Let's just talk a little bit more about who this uh, Jack Smith guy is, this prosecutor. It's just, I don't know. The, the whole thing, the whole way this works is just completely insane. And we'll get into, we'll get into what, like the real corruption, top of the pyramid here in just a little bit. But again, he apparently has just been given total carte blanche to oversee criminal investigations into whatever he wants with Trump. January 6th capital attack, the 2020 election, government records, just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Insane, but okay. Like that alone is just it's wild, just utterly wild. These things have literally nothing to do with each other. 2020 election fraud, January 6th, keeping classified documents in Mar-a-Lago, completely separate things. But for some reason, the same guy is prosecuting anything against Trump that he can get his hands on. What? And again, who is this guy? All right, well, let's, let's take a look, shall we? We can go back to – we'll do it here. Uh, we can start here. Well, no, let's go back even farther. Unless there's another Jack Smith. This is the same guy. This is all the way from back in uh, 2010. Department, uh, Justice Department is criticized as corruption cases close. The Justice Department has shut down a wave of high-profile investigations of members of Congress over the past few months, drawing criticism from the government uh, that the government's premier anti-corruption agency has lost its nerve after the disastrous collapse last year of its case against former, pres- uh, former Senator Ted Stevens. This month, lawyers for Senator John Ensign, Republican of Nevada, announced that Federal prosecutors had told them they would not charge the senator with conspiring to help a former aide. A few days later, representatives for Representative Jerry Lewis, facing scrutiny for steering government spending to campaign donors, said that they would not be charged either. Other federal corruption investigations known to have been ended without charges focused on Tom DeLay, the former House Majority Leader, Republican of Texas, Representative Don Young, Republican of Alaska, Representative Alan B. Mullahan, Representative uh, Democrat of West Virginia. They're gun shy, says J. Gerald Herbert. The executive director of Campaign Legal Center, a nonpartisan group that seeks greater disclosure of how money influences politics. But in interviews, Jack Smith, chief of the public integrity section at the Justice Department, and his supervisor, Lenny Brewer, the assistant attorney general for the criminal division, hotly contested the contention that prosecutors were in retreat from taking on Congress uh, congressional corruption. So, uh, yeah, of course, they wouldn't discuss why they wouldn't bring charges in any of these. Mr. Smith, they say, took over the section six months ago. Before that, he'd helped prosecute police officers in the Abner uh, Lumi police brutality case in New York and investigated war crimes for the International Criminal Court. One explanation behind the flurry of closings was the timing of Mr. Smith's arrival. Uh, one of his first steps, he says, was to review every open case. Again, this is like the, the far back history. This is 13 years ago. In 2010, there were like all of these investigations into congressional corruption, people on both sides of the aisle. Are all being pursued, and then Jack Smith comes in and just dismisses all of them. 
He just comes in and is like, yeah, we're not doing any of these. We're not going to actually prosecute any of these. Incredible. Mr. Brewer said, there's no question that if we thought a case was going where it needed to, because the facts that were, were and it was uh, too old, we should make the tough decision to move on. Both officials said that whether the subject of investigation was a member of Congress made no difference to their evaluations of cases. That assertion drew some skepticism. That's all the way back in 2010. People are like, yeah, this Jack Smith guy is letting off people for no good reason. Why is he doing that? Well, we never found out. And then he went to Nashville to be a special prosecutor. This article is just kind of odd. It's from the Tennessean in 2017. It says, Jack Smith to resign as Nashville Federal Prosecutor's Office from Nashville's uh, Federal Prosecutor's Office. Jack Smith, who's been leading the Federal Prosecutor's Office in Nashville since March, on Friday announced plans to leave the U.S. Department of Justice. Smith said, though, he's leaving the exceptional public servants in office and consummate professionals in law enforcement will continue to focus serving the Nashville community. It's unclear what Smith will do next. He's like, though, not looking to leave the Department of Justice, Smith said he was offered an incredible opportunity and after much consideration decided to leave the DOJ. Apparently, he left the DOJ after 16 years, including five years as chief of the public integrity section of Washington, D.C., before coming to Nashville in 2015. So he's chief integrity investigator. It just lets everybody off the hook. Goes to Tennessee for like a couple months or however long. And then, or yeah, a couple years, I guess, in 2015 to 2017. And it's like, I am resigning for no reason. I don't want to, but I am. Goodbye. And he leaves and goes to The Hague and lives in the Netherlands and apparently falls off a scooter and breaks his leg. And that's like a, a big deal, I guess. They've mentioned that in a bunch of articles. But even when working in Washington... Before getting to Nashville, Smith oversaw corruption cases against former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald, former Arizona U.S. Rep. Rick Renzi, and New York Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver. Convictions against McDonald and Silver were later overturned. Okay, so he goes into D.C. as the chief integrity whatever, lets most of the people off the hook, doesn't charge most of the criminal activity they've discovered. The ones that he does charge, almost all of them get immediately overturned so badly that it like sets – it like sets the whole court back. That's what the Tennessean reports later or earlier, I guess this would have been an earlier article. Justices overturned former Virginia governor's McDonald uh, corruption conviction. The Supreme Court granted a reprieve Monday to a former Republican governor of Virginia convicted of corruption and in doing so made it harder for prosecutors to use, fe- to use federal fraud statutes against public officials. In a unanimous decision that could benefit politicians and other public officials entangled by bribery, extortion, and fraud statutes, the justices vacated the conviction of former Governor Bob McDonald while leaving the, uh, open the possibility of a new trial. Once seen as a potential Republican vice presidential candidate, McDonald was convicted in 2014 and suspended in two years uh, and sentenced to two years in prison for accepting luxury gifts and loans. But the high court ruled that these acts were commonplace actions taken on behalf of constituents. So isn't that isn't that interesting? This Jack Smith guy doesn't charge most of the the slam dunk cases they have against uh, congressmen. Does go after Bob McDonald in in Virginia as governor. Apparently wins his case somehow, but then the entire court overturns it. Unanimously says no, this is not right. This guy should have never been charged. This is ridiculous. You know, good for him. He gets the conviction overturned, but his life is still ruined. Once seen as a potential presidential, vice presidential nominee. Well, not anymore. Not since Jack Smith fabricated a you know, corrupt case against him. Yeah, he eventually got, a, got out of it. 
It was eventually overturned, but not after years of litigation and millions of dollars in ruining his uh, political prospects. That's what Jack Smith does. And then he just moves on. He just goes on to the next thing. Yeah, here's a promotion. Great job, you know, getting the one conviction you did that was completely overturned and an embarrassment to the extent that now we're worried that like other politicians are going to see this as a license to commit fraud because they're like, wow, if if that's what it's like to get prosecuted, like this will be easy. I'll, I'll get away with this for sure. So just a just a corrupt, a corrupt, a cor- a corrosive influence on the entire judicial system. And then he was sent to The Hague for a while to prosecute Kosovo war crimes. OK, and then he's, and then he's just silent for like five years until he suddenly appears as the bulldog to go get Trump. Just go get him. Go get him, boy. And now he is. That's what he's doing. So maybe this will be overturned by the entire Supreme Court in four years. But before then, they'll have destroyed uh, Trump's presidential prospect. They'll have bankrupted him. They'll have dragged him through the mud and uh, ruined years of his life. And then they'll get away with it because apparently attempted corruption is not a punishable crime in this country. I think it probably should be. But before we go to break, please remember we're listener supported. We're not subscriber based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Love your phone calls now. Uh, Diana in Connecticut. Thanks so much for calling in. You are on the air. No problem. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, go ahead, Diana. Yep. So um, for the past three days, I've been um, in a candle warmer. I've been taking a tea, um, like a, you know, like the tea light or the tea candles. Mm. And I've been burning in the candle warmer vinegar, and I was able to clear up the air all through over me. And then so as I left my house, I noticed everywhere else was foggy. So since I realized this is cleaning the air, I've also tried this thing called um, Triad Air Go that I got from Christopher Key all the way in Florida, you know, the vaccine police. Okay. So I'm also using that to clean out the ozone. And then love breaks all curses. So I'm constantly thinking love in my head. And I see the skies clear. And also, I don't know if you guys heard about electroculture. Uh, which is um is when people want to plant. So basically they can take um a wooden stick and wrap around it a copper or a brass. Um, you coil it around the stick and um the wood you put it into the ground where you're gonna plant at and half of it 
um, is on the stick. The other half is like pointing towards the sky. And that helps to produce like a lot more produce. Hmm. But yeah, I've been um, burning um, vinegar right here for the past three days. And I've been able to clear out the skies right here. And the birds are singing and they're coming close to here. The, the animals are coming to my window. Yesterday, I seen a blue jay. The squirrels are coming over here. And so, I can just hear life right next to me. So you've been, of course, you've been in the smoke and the, and the smog from the wildfires. Has it, we, I've seen a lot of people online saying that the smog smelled like plastic burning. Did you smell that? Yeah, it, it smelled like, like, it was really orange the other day. And I'm like, I opened up my window. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Mm. And then I see, like, I'm, my, I'm sneezing. So that's a quick reaction for me that tells me that there's a foreign protein around here and my body wants to get rid of it. So that as soon as I noticed I was going to start sneezing, like, the, the air smelled like, it actually, to me, it felt like it was coming from underground. It doesn't feel oh. like it was coming from the sky. Okay. Like, well, I naturally think about Dumb, you know, deep underground military bases. I think about it, saving the children. I don't well, really think. I, think, these, I, I mean, I think from- I think it's pretty well established that you know most of the smog's coming from the you know just massive wildfires in Canada, hundreds of them now. Uh, thank you for that call, Diana. Actually, I want to sticking on the same topic. Want to go to Clown Car in New York, Clown Car? You've been you've been f- fogged out there in uh, New York. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Diana, for that call, uh, Clown Car. Go ahead. What is? Oh, sorry. What's your experience with the uh, Canada smoke there in New York City? Clown car? Yes, clown car. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, I was talking to my friend Bobby the Animal Steel. Who's... All right, I'll talk to you, Bob. All right. So, uh, Go ahead, yeah. clown car. You're on the air. All right. So the, the, the smoke that came from Canada, I believe, is a direct response from the smoke that went up from um, Ohio train derailment burning right up to Ohio because they said they had to, to burn all the dead trees out, remember? So why do they have all these dead trees all of a sudden? Well, from the Ohio burning out. Now watch this. Mm. So last night in, in Brooklyn, as the, like, the fog's coming in, I'm starting to notice this like moisture on my window. So I hit my windshield wipers and I'm like, wow, this stuff isn't moving. I reach out of my car, I grab on, and it's like little plastic droplets. And I'm moving it with my fingers, and it's like glue. It wouldn't come off or move on the window. And you can see in the video. I sent it to Matt. Now, all the cars on the block have it. I drove five blocks out of the way. East car have it. So I'm guessing all the cars in Brooklyn have this. It's like a, It looks like somebody took sugar and water and like poured it on your windshield. All right. We'll have, to, we'll have to pull that video in. I would like to see that. What does it smell like? So now would, does oh, that, it smelled. All right. This, this is what it smelled like. It smelled like after nine eleven that smoldering cement plastic combo burning of everything at once. That's what it smelled like. Like not so much that death death smell, but it's definitely a burning. It doesn't smell like wood burning. It doesn't smell like a forest fire. That's and that's what, another thing yeah. I want to bring. Well, that's that's what I've been. Hold on, bring. hold on. I, I want to circle back to so you your theory, I guess, is that the uh, Ohio cr- a train accident killed a bunch of tree like the uh, chemicals in that killed a bunch of trees and it's those trees that are now providing the kindling for the fire yes that's why the fire that's coming here all right so since when is forest smoke heavier than the air why is it traveling across the ground in a yellow haze across new york because we are being poisoned mm. that is heavier than air therefore it's 
toxic. Figure it out. Pretty simple. I'm an idiot, but honk, honk. Well, you know what I'm saying? Here's, here's an interesting connection because that, that has been one of the you know, primary things about this that has caused so much interest is the color of the smoke coming from the wildfires in Canada. I, I've seen wildfires multiple times. They've never been orange. The, the smoke is never orange. It's always a gray smoke, whether it's Colorado or California. I've, I mean, I've seen this smoke. I've been in places that are inundated with fog because of wildfires burning a couple hundred miles away. It's never orange. So why is this smoke orange? Well, well, because it is heavy, heavier than oxygen, toxic gas. Nice talking to you, Bobby. All the best, brother. Yes, brother. How well, what uh, what about the big explosion in Beirut a couple years ago? Do you remember that massive explosion in the the um, Beirut docks? It was, it, was like, on- it was like a docking area, and it was like, and it, and, it, and the guy was in like the building next door and when it blew up it like literally like came through his house shoot yeah. the windows right do you so what, what do you think do you think they put do you some ammonium nitrate in the, in the- that's exactly what that's exactly what it is if you bring up videos or photos of that so, Beirut so can we test explosion it off the car? i think it should be tested i know that i know that some places are uh, starting to test some of the smoke uh, a place in virginia is you know trying to test the uh, the air filters i guess my screen's not coming up now but the video of the Beirut explosion uh, is distinctly red and that was of course ammonium nitrate being held uh, can we not get my my computer screen the the images of it are uh the photos of it yeah when the uh, ammonium nitrate actually explodes and the the smoke spreads the first fire was a minor one and then the ammonium nitrate was the second big explosion that everybody filmed or if you just search what color does ammonium nitrate burn, it burns reddish brown. Which is kind of interesting, which is a little bit interesting to me. So you've got these massive forest fires in Canada, for some reason burning a brown-orange color that's totally unlike any other forest fire you can point to in history, and yet that smoke and that smog is almost exactly the same color as ammonium nitrate smoke. Ammonium nitrate... Oh, and reminder, that explosion, that um, Beirut explosion, that was 3,000 pounds, or, or perhaps uh, I think I should say 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate. An explosion rocked the whole city, buildings falling over, just massive, unimaginable size. That was 3,000 tons. The ammonium nitrate that went missing from the train a week ago, or you know, however long ago, just a few days ago, 30,000 tons 10 times the amount that caused that explosion so here you've got all of these forest fires cropping up at exactly the same time all across canada just a couple weeks after thirty thousand tons of ammonium nitrate goes missing and the smoke that's now wafting down towards northeast or covered the northeast for the last couple days is that exact same color and perhaps smells a lot like ammonium nitrate, my smell. An interesting connection. Did the ammonium nitrate from that train end up as fuel for the Canadian wildfires? Or is it just because, like in California, the climate activists in that area of Canada refused to let them 
you know, clean up the forest. Self-fulfilling prophecy about so-called climate change. Maybe it'll be investigated one day, but probably not. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because the current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body. It's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be going out to your phone calls in this segment. But I want to go first to this video by Marjorie Taylor Greene. She, of course, is on the House Oversight Committee that was granted access to the formerly hidden documents about Joe Biden that the FBI had. Story at Fox News. Joe Biden allegedly paid $5 million by Burisma executive as part of a bribery scheme, according to an FBI document. This is the document that they were demanding. The FBI was refusing to give it to them. They threatened Christopher Wray with contempt of Congress, and they came to the agreement that the document wouldn't be released, but the House Oversight Committee could go take a look at it in a secure room and Marjorie Taylor Greene saw that document, read it, and apparently immediately took notes right after and gave this press conference. Let's watch Marjorie Taylor Greene here talking about the FBI's FD-1023 form implicating Joe Biden in a political bribery pay-to-play scheme. Let's watch. Reading this form today uh, shows the pure distinction. This, this information, this source that came forward, it's a paid informant by the FBI. This has nothing to do with Giuliani. This has nothing to do with the information that he brought forward in 2020. It's totally separate, and it's extremely credible because he's a paid informant. 
Um, I made some notes after I left the skiff uh, based on the information, and I'll, I'll share that with you guys right now. Um, basically, what was happening there is back in 2015-2016, Burisma was looking to buy uh, a U.S.-based oil and gas company. And this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Um, Biden had told, Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden as vice president had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Um, Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the, the informant was trying to do the right thing and trying to advise Burisma that they shouldn't go this route. They should hire an attorney, work out their problems that they were being investigated for because they were having other legal problems. And that's why they were being investigated by this prosecutor Shokin. The informant was advising them, don't go this route. You, why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. So he's trying to tell them to do the right thing. Um, the owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. Uh, the, he also told the informant this is common practice in Russia and Ukraine. It's common practice. It's part of business there. That's how their culture works, that they will pay bribery money in order to get business deals done. And that many businesses, uh, they they take that into account. They put so, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene goes on a little bit longer talking about what she saw in that document. But to just to get the full scope of this down, again, the stories at, at Fox News, the confidential source stated, a Burisma executive said, I have to pay the Bidens $50,000 each, to which the Burisma executive replied, it's not 50000 it's $5 million. $5 million for one Biden, $5 million for the other Biden. The Burisma executive told the confidential human source, according to a source familiar with the uh, matter, a source familiar with the document, the $5 million appeared as a reference to a kind of retainer Burisma paid. So just open bribery, pay to play with a foreign government and a foreign company through Hunter Biden as the intermediary. This, in addition to the testimony by uh, Tony uh, Babalewski or Babalewski, however you, Babalinski, thank you. Um, just, uh, just overwhelming evidence of Biden corruption. Of course, Biden also is on film bragging about this exact thing saying uh, he was actually using his position as vice president to withhold a billion dollars of funds to ukraine extorting them essentially blackmailing them into firing the prosecutor who was investigating burisma who had just paid him five million dollars i mean it's, it's just clear cut uh, plain as day hunter biden uh, deeply involved in this all of this is shocking and incredible but isn't it even more so when you realize that the FBI has known this the entire time and has had this information without acting on it the entire time for several years? Even as Trump wanted to investigate this and he was impeached over it, they withheld the evidence and allowed all of that charade to continue and spiral out to the point now that we are on the verge of World War III over that country and that corruption that is centered around Biden and 
not just O'Biden, but of course he was vice president at the time of President Barack Obama. And with that, I want to go to Hobbs in Nebraska because, Hobbs, you want to talk about the Obama connection to this bribe. And so much of what we talk about here goes back to Obama. I mean, he was the president when the FBI launched the Russiagate investigation that they knew was fake with fabricated evidence provided by Hillary Clinton. It was Obama that allowed that. It was Obama that was the president while Joe Biden was his vice president and doing all of this corruption behind the scenes. Hobbs, thanks for calling in. What is the Obama connection to this bribe? Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning, Info Warriors. Um, yeah, so the possible Obama connection to the bribery scandal is that when Biden was given this apparent $5 million bribe, he was the vice president. And we all know that the vice president really has no power to make any type of legislation or set any type of policies. Um, Dan Bongino has been hitting on this for the last couple of days, that the reason that the FBI and the media is passing on covering or prosecuting any of this is because they're not protecting Biden, they're protecting Obama, because to the left, Obama is like Ronald Reagan is to the right, is how Dan Bongino puts it. So if Obama knew about this corrupt pay-for-play, it would have to be in the capacity that whatever policy suggestions that Joe Biden is bringing to him would have to be enacted by him. Well, and with remember, that in mind, remember Obama. Yeah. Uh, Obama made Biden his point man on Ukraine. Like that was one of the things that, that was one of the tasks that Obama yeah. gave to Biden. Was he was like, okay, this whole Ukraine mess, you're in charge of it. So, so you know, he delegated that to Biden. But yeah, he was president yeah. at the time. Yeah, right, right. But what I'm getting at here is, is if Biden is the point man on Ukraine and he's giving policy suggestions to Obama to be enacted by Obama. It would make sense that Obama would know about the reception of the $5 million bribe. So what I'm getting at is if Biden comes to Obama and says, hey, I'm going to get $5 million if we enact this piece of policy, do you think that somebody like Obama is going to be like, oh, I'm really happy for you, Joe. Have fun with your $5 million. Or do you think it's going to be like, okay, well, what's in it for me? Yeah. That's the point that I'm trying to make here. And if that's the case, then there should be a paper trail that leads back to Obama receiving something as well. If we can find the quid pro quo leading Biden to these policy decisions, then there ought to be a trail that leads back to Obama as well. And if that can be found, then the whole house of cards comes crashing down. Well, sure, but I think I think the fact that Biden was vice president to Obama at the time, I mean, he the buck stops with Obama. I mean, I think anything that implicates Biden as vice president also implicates Obama, since as you're pointing out, you know, nothing could really happen without his approval because he was the one delegating the process to Biden. Although, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden withheld this from Obama. I also wouldn't be surprised if you know the oversight apparatus saw this was going on at the time like the fbi had this document for years and i wouldn't be surprised if they you know went to obama and said here's what we think is going on and yeah then he goes to joe and uh they make a little deal with each other a little, little pizza trade of some sort i don't really know so yeah it's just open corruption and the fbi has had this for a very long time and while acting in a willfully corrupt manner to go after totally knowingly fabricated evidence, manipulating the FISA court and going after Donald Trump, 
they were sitting on bombshell firsthand testimony from multiple sources, some American, some FBI informants, some business partners to Hunter Biden, as well as, of course, they had the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop that had and continues to have evidence of all of this wrongdoing there. So, again, it's just almost impossible to explain the level of just corruption at the top, just open, blatant corruption that is covered up by our deep state who simultaneously is acting as the attack dog of the current administration to go after their primary political opponent. We'll be back in the next hour with more of your phone calls. We're going to show a video of a speech that I gave uh, earlier this week, about a week ago on Sunday. Please do go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. So much of what we cover now is just the outcome and the Final step of stuff we've been talking about forever. It's finally coming out to the wider public, but if you're an info warrior, you've known about all this for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support.